Hello, and welcome to the second in our series of Regulation Tomorrow podcasts on the future of asset management regulation in the UK. My name is Anita Edwards, and I'm a senior knowledge lawyer here at Norton Rays Fulbright in London. Today, I'm joined by Hannah Meakin, a partner in our financial services team and associate to Ahmed, and we're going to talk about the role of host authorised fund managers, or AFIMs, in the UK and some of the challenges with the current regulatory hosting model, as well as some recent and proposed changes to that model. Now, the regulatory hosting model has been an area of concern for the FCA over recent years. It carried out a review of host AFIMs in 2019 to 2020, publishing its findings in 2021 and also introduced new requirements relevant to host AFIMs in its policy statement on appointed representatives last year. More recently, the FCA's discussion paper, DP232, on the future of the UK's asset management regime, proposes changes to its fund rules and guidance to set clearer parameters around the relationship between host AFIMs and portfolio managers. So here, before we turn to the potential problems with the regulatory hosting model, perhaps you could explain how host AFIMs are used. Sure, thanks, Nita, and hi, everyone. There are a few different versions of the regulatory hosting model in the UK asset management industry, but the general principle is the same. The model would be used where an individual portfolio manager or PM wants to carry out services for a fund they have created, such as discretionary portfolio and risk management, without the fund or the PM needing to seek authorization themselves. To achieve this, the portfolio manager can set up a new UK entity, or alternatively, the existing entity that the PM is employed by can act as a fund's sponsor. For these purposes, let's call that sponsor the new entity or new entity, the PM company. The PM company and the portfolio manager would then enter into an agreement with the host A firm, which it's important to note would already have the requisite FCA authorization to act as an authorized fund manager for the fund. Under that agreement, the A firm, i.e. the authorized fund manager, would be appointed as the fund's manager and the PM would be seconded from the PM company to the AFIM so that the PM can carry out portfolio management activities for the fund using the host AFIM's regulatory license. Now, the PM company will usually be appointed as a host AFIM's appointed representative and in that capacity, it can provide investment advice and arrange deals and regulated investments in the fund without needing its own FCA authorization to carry out such regulated activities. Just to note, however, that while the PM company is the appointed rep in this model, the individual portfolio manager is the one managing the strategy and the fund and all the investments that are going to be made. It's also important to note that the host A firm is the operator slash manager of the fund meaning that the host AFIM is responsible for the overall management of the fund, including managing the investments made for and on behalf of the fund. The host AFIM can delegate some of the functions involved in operating the fund to other parties, such as investment managers, investment advisors, or administrators, but its responsibility from a regulatory perspective for those functions is unaffected and cannot be delegated entirely. In simple terms, the host AFIM will be on the hook for any breaches that occur in relation to the fund's management, such as the fund's reporting or liquidity management obligations. The term host in this regulatory hosting model has no defined meaning under the FCA rules, but it typically refers to an AFIM that agrees to operate a fund for a fund sponsor or an investment manager that has significant influence over the fund's design, distribution and management. Thanks to here. And we've seen a number of clients using regulatory hosting structures in the context of AIFMD as well. 
Hannah, maybe you could give another example that is tailored to a UK alternative investment fund. Yes, of, of course. An example of this would be where a new entrant in the market decides to set up an AFE, but that new entrant is not a, a traditional asset manager or fund house. As the new entrant does not currently have the FCA permissions to manage an AFE, which is a regulated activity in the UK, in order to operate the AFE and carry out portfolio management and risk management activities, the new entrant would need to either obtain the requisite FCA authorization to manage the AFE, so in other words, get their Part 4A permission to do so, or appoint a host AFM to act as the fund's manager. There are some exemptions, such as where the fund is small enough to be self-managed without authorization, but for the purposes of this discussion, we won't go into this, as the recent discussion paper is focused on the hosting model specifically. If the new entrant chooses to appoint an external manager for the fund without wishing to retain its participation in making decisions for the fund, they would appoint a host AFM, which has the regulatory permissions to act as the alternative investment fund manager for the AFE. The host AFM would enter into an agreement with the new entrant to, first of all, enable the new entrant to become an appointed representative of the host AFM to allow it to provide advice or arrange investments in the fund. And secondly, incorporate the relevant portfolio managers into the host AFM's governance model, usually as a customer dealing function, to allow the nominated portfolio managers to carry out the portfolio management and risk management activities of the fund, which include things like choosing the investments for the fund in line with the investment guidelines under the AFM's license. There are benefits to these arrangements, which include significantly lower fees than the the portfolio management company obtaining authorization itself or complying with various regulatory obligations that stem from managing a fund. Plus, where the PM company is a new entrant, it would benefit from having the experience of a host AFM to better understand the regulatory framework for operating these types of vehicles. Due to its benefits, the regulatory hosting model has been used in asset management for years, but more recently the FCA has raised concerns with the use of the model. Thanks, Hannah. You mentioned the FCA's concerns with the model. Back in Q4 of 2019, the FCA began its review of host AFM firms, aimed at testing the viability of the regulatory hosting model and assessing whether conflicts of interest were being effectively managed. To hear, what were some of the concerns they raised? That's right, Anita. Between Q4 2019 and Q4 2020, the FCA visited a sample of host A firms to review the effectiveness of their governance, controls and monitoring. And it, was also, and it also asked them questions about the risks in their business models. The results of the review were published in June 2021 and the FCA grouped its observations into four main areas, that being due diligence over third party investment managers and funds, oversight of those entities, governance and oversight of the AFIM itself and financial resources. Due diligence was an area in particular where the FCA found that firms particularly performed poorly there were various concerns, for example, the FCA noted that firms did not gather the level of detail, detailed knowledge required through their due diligence to adequately understand the funds they would be responsible for, for. and where firms did identify risks or inconsistencies, they were often addressed inadequately. In relation to the host firm's oversight of delegated third-party investment managers and funds, the FCA found that a number of firms displayed poor oversight. Some firms did not have enough appropriately skilled and experienced staff at the AFM to carry out the oversight needed, 
So there was a lack of in-depth understanding of investment management activities and investment strategies by key people carrying out the oversight function. A number of the AFMs in the review were unable to show evidence of robust governance procedures with a lack of effective challenge by independent non-executive directors. The FCA highlighted particular concerns around how conflicts of interest were managed by AFMs and also how they carried out their value assessments, which they are required to do at least annually to check whether the charges paid out of the fund are justified. The fourth area covered by the review findings was financial resources. AFMs are required under principle four to maintain adequate financial resources, but the FCA found that several firms were operating at relatively low margins and seemed to lack appropriate investments, investment in systems, controls and people to execute their role as host AFM effectively. There were also issues with over-reliance on professional indemnity insurance and parent, parental support within a group, insufficient stress testing and wind-down planning, in addition to errors in regulatory reporting. Finally, just to note that an overarching concern for the FCA was an apparent misunderstanding of the relationship between AFMs and portfolio managers, with some AFMs incorrectly referring to their delegated third-party investment manager as a client. Thanks to here. So quite a lot of issues identified by the FCA there. And in December 2021, it published a consultation paper, CP2134, which proposed improvements to the appointed representatives regime, which impact the regulatory hosting model. A subsequent policy statement, PS2211, was then published in August 2022, setting up the final rules for the new appointed reps regime. Those rules took effect on the 8th of December 2022. Hannah, could you run us through those changes and explain how they addressed some of the concerns raised in the FCA's review? Yes, of course. So among the measures introduced through PS 2211 was a requirement for principal firms to notify the FCA if they're currently providing or intend to provide regulatory hosting services. This notification is in addition to the requirement for firms to notify the FCA of their appointment of an appointed representative and to provide their details. And the aim of the new requirement is to ensure that the FCA is aware of all firms that are using this business model. Any principal firm with a business model that falls within scope of regulatory hosting must notify the FCA of its intention to provide that service at least 60 days before commencing the hosting services. The FCA didn't impose any specific additional rules or restrictions on firms providing hosting services, although it did leave open the possibility that it might make further interventions in the future. And this new notification requirement clearly gives the FCA more visibility of where the regulatory hosting model is actually being used. The new measures the FCA introduced through PS 2211 did require principal firms to collect and report additional information on their appointed representatives, for example, in relation to complaints and revenue, and clarify and strengthen the, the responsibilities and expectations on those principal firms, including enhanced oversight requirements and taking more effective responsibility for their appointed representatives. In the regulatory hosting model, this increases the oversight the AFM has has to have over the portfolio manager, i.e. its appointed representative, for both the regulated activities and financial non-regulated activities, which should address some of the oversight concerns the FCA has raised. In PS 2211, the FCA also gave a summary of, it, of the responses it received to some of the discussion questions in its consultation, covering potential areas of further change. One of those areas was the regulatory hosting model. 
So the FCA said that there were mixed views on the topic, with most respondents feeling there was harm associated with the model and that reg the regulation should be tightened. Although other firms considered it to be a viable and stable model and felt, felt confident that they could effectively oversee their appointed representatives and manage any challenges that the business models might represent. Although it didn't give its feedback on the on those views at this stage, the FCA said it would consider ne its next steps on how best to reduce the potential harm in the regulatory hosting model. Thanks, Hannah. And it seems the FCA did indeed consider its next steps in the area, as it then published Discussion Paper DP 232 in February this year, which is, of course, an asset management focus paper and which included proposals relating to host APIMs and the business models they use. Now, as we discussed in the first of this series of asset management podcasts, which is available on our website for anyone who hasn't listened to it yet, the FCA set out in DP232 quite a range of ideas for reforming the UK asset management regime, and not all of those will make the cut and be implemented. But it is worth discussing the proposals in that paper on the host APHAN rules, as the FCA is looking to be guided by the industry on which proposals to pursue, and if there's enough backing for these rules, they could become a reality. So here, perhaps you could explain what the FCA is proposing in the discussion paper in relation to host APHANs. Yes, thanks, Anita. There are really three main areas where the FCA is proposing to make changes in relation to host APHANs. They relate to the responsibilities of host APHANs, liquidity management and investment due diligence. These cover some of the areas we've just been discussing as areas that the FCA is actively concerned about. Firstly, the FCA is proposing to clarify the responsibilities of the host AFM and of the portfolio manager, respectively by amending its fund rules or adding guidance to either make the requirements on portfolio managers of funds clearer or to set minimum contractual requirements between host AFMs and PMs. The rationale for this is that some of the FCA concerns about the regulatory hosting model are caused by misunderstandings by some portfolio managers about the division of responsibilities between themselves and the host AFM. The aim is to reduce the risk of those misunderstandings through clearly articulated contractual provisions or perhaps through industry guidance and standards for host AFMs if there is enough appetite from a trade body or other group to develop them or through new rules and guidance that make clearer the expectations on the portfolio manager in such an arrangement. On liquidity management, there are already rules around this in the UK regulatory framework, which aim to ensure that funds pass on appropriately the cost of dealing in investments and that all unit holders are treated fairly. However, the FCA emphasises in the DP the importance of liquidity management in funds for the good functioning of the markets, given the growth of the fund industry, and on that basis proposes to amend the existing rules and guidance around liquidity stress testing. This includes adding rules and guidance that reflect the liquidity stress testing guide, guidelines issued for the EU by associations such as ESMA, uh, national supervisory associations, removing or significantly restricting the limitation around liquidity stress testing in coal 6, 12, 11, clarifying the current rules on swing pricing and other anti-dilution mechanisms, and enhancing reporting requirements around liquidity, including potentially requiring public disclosures of fund liquidity. Finally, on investment due diligence, the FCA is considering making its expectations clearer for asset managers. It highlights in the discussion paper that it has found practice to be inconsistent. For example, it has seen investments made in illiquid or complex securities without significant due diligence, and in some cases, material risks seem to have been overlooked, with consumers suffering losses as a result. 
So rather than the current rules, which for portfolio managers focus on suitability with an emphasis on what the portfolio manager needs to know about the client rather than about the investment, and for fund man managers are generally high-level rules on due diligence, the proposed changes would set out the FCA's regulatory expectations around investment due diligence for all types of asset management activity. Thanks to here. We'll have to wait until after the discussion paper closes on the 22nd of May and the FCA has had time to digest their responses before we will know whether any or all of these proposals are likely to be progressed. But Hannah, if the FCA does go ahead with these proposals, would they actually resolve the issues that have been raised with the regulatory hosting model? Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question. The, I mean, as we discussed earlier, the FCA has already taken some steps to improve the oversight it has over appointed representatives generally and host AFM arrangements more specifically. The proposals in DP 23.2 are much more specific and whether any of those changes would have a significant impact in isolation is, it remains a question. For example, if minimum contractual terms are mandated between the host AFM and the PM company as its appointed representative, it seems unlikely that the mere existence of those terms would on their own resolve the issue. Other factors will be important and probably should be encouraged. So this could include, for example, the delivery of training by the host AFM to the PM company and the portfolio manager to help them understand the host AFM's role in relation to the fund. Risk and monitoring programmes should be updated to take into account oversight risks for the host AFM in relation to the PM. And the senior managers and certification regime would also feed in, especially where these funds have secondees acting as the client-facing portfolio managers. Although many regulatory hosting providers already operate to such standards and have robust contractual arrangements in place, the FCA did find that many didn't. So it could be that this kind of change will force, to force host AFMs and PMs into action to ensure that they don't try to bypass the regulatory regime and the overall intention to protect investors from harm. Thanks, Hannah. To hear any concluding thoughts? I, th I think from now we've, we've established that there are a lot of considerations and the ideas proposed by the FCA in the discussion paper are likely to be just the start of a bigger conversation about how practices can be improved in the host AFM model. The FCA does though see clear benefit from the use of this model. For example, the model has the ability to reduce barriers to entry, facilitate competition, offer wider choice for consumers and enable access to a wide range of investment expertise in an efficient manner. Efforts to improve the model are likely to continue, whether in the form set out in the discussion paper or through other changes that we see through industry. Additionally, the use of a host AFM, as opposed to applying for direct authorization, enables unregulated firms to benefit from the host AFM's license, expertise and knowledge in the sector if they are not familiar with the framework and the rules. Many new entrants will start using this model to build a track record and familiarise themselves with the regulatory framework before opting to apply for direct authorization from the FCA later on. Of course, from a commercial perspective, the sooner a firm builds a track record on, in fund investments, the more likely a firm will be to attract potential investors into that fund. So the use of this model enables new entrants to enter the market and offer their products to investors sooner rather than later. Thanks to here and Hannah for sharing your thoughts today. Please look out for further updates on this and other topics on our Regulation Tomorrow blog, including further podcasts on the future of the asset management regime. If you would like to discuss anything we have covered today, please do get in touch with one of us and we'd be happy to help. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye.